Hello, welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Tea. Happy Wednesday. So this episode is actually going to be our last of season one. Guys, I hope you enjoyed um, this season so far. If you're actually new today, for coming to me from Aoife's um, Instagram or her sharing the episode, definitely have a little snoop. Go back through the other episodes. Um, I have recorded everything from the basics of your hormones, you know, what might be causing irregular cycles, PMS, heavy periods, everything you need to know about birth control and lots of information there so definitely sit and um, go through them and I'm sure you'll get loads of useful information and today we also have Tan Organic sponsoring this episode which I'm delighted about I love working with them I've been a brand ambassador for them for the last nearly three years now they do exactly what they say in the tin in terms of all their products are organic they are paraben free they're sulfate free they're phthalate free and if you have listened to all of my episodes you're gonna know why <laughs> i'm so aware of these products and um, chemicals can really disrupt hormones for one so you'll have to go and listen to the episodes and um, but yeah tan organic um absolutely loved working with them my discount code is aok20 if you want to pop onto their website and um, give yourself a sneaky little discount Today I had the gorgeous Aoife Devlin. Oh my God, Aoife was such a kind soul. I really, really enjoyed our chat. Um, I'd never met her before. So it's been so interesting for me even the last couple of episodes, like meeting people who I know from Instagram and just, yes, meeting them in person. So lovely and gelling with them has been a really, really nice experience. So I think you'll really enjoy Aoife's episode. And um, yeah, I will chat to you all in a couple of weeks. I'll probably be back around the end of September. We're going to be back to the normal episodes of the nitty gritty hormone school with AOK Nutrition. I'm going to be talking about things like fertility, PCOS, I think are my two main ones now coming up. And of course, coming off birth control. I see you. I see the comments. I see the DMs. We're all going to cover that in season two. So I will chat to you then. And thank you all so much for listening to this season again. And I hope you enjoyed it. Chat soon and enjoy the episode. Devlin. Hello. Thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah. I I love watching you on Instagram, so I was like, I want to talk to her. I think you're so gas. Thank you. And I give you a great person to have on. So thanks, Emil, for coming in. I know you're flat out. You're so busy. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. And it was so handy. I love... Two minutes up the road. Oh, two minutes. So handy. And that's like my big thing. It's like, I have two kids. So it's like, right, okay, I need to plan 50 things into a day. It's like, it was two minutes down the road. I was like, absolutely, I'm in. You're there. So for those people who might not follow you, tell us who you are and what you're all about. Yeah, so I'm a mother of two, um, Hugo and Lily. Gorgeous he, kids. Oh, my little cuties. So I'm a mother. That's my, I always say that's my main job. Um, but I'm also cabin crew and I'm an influencer online at Addie Fidevlin on Instagram. And I travel a lot. So obviously given my job, I'm cabin crew. I'm always traveling. And yeah, so we're going off to Lisbon now in two weeks and I'm looking forward to it. With the kids? Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, should be gorgeous. And you're also trained to be a pilot. You forgot to mention that. Just, yes. just because you've nothing else to do. Yeah, like, well, you might as well throw it in there. It's, it's a slow process, obviously, with everything else. But I am back. I had to get a medical all signed off and everything there only recently. So obviously that's all done now. And I'm back doing it. So I have exams in October. And I'm just taking it on my own kind of pace rather than having this kind of pressure of I have to have this done by this time. Or, you know, so I, yeah, I'm back doing my pilot training. And I'm really excited, really looking forward to it. And hope that I finish my PPL. 
um, which is the private pilot's license um, really soon. Amazing. So inspirational. You're doing it all. I'm trying. And you're doing I'm trying things my that best. are good for your soul as well. Like obviously yeah. that's something that you really want to do. The pilot yeah. training, I'm sure it's not easy. So yeah. amazing. Managing it all, trying to juggle it all, but getting there slowly but surely. Yes. So let's get into it. Yes. Period so- chats, my favourite topic. And people are loving these episodes. I know they're going to love the one with you today as well. Yeah. So let's get started. Let's Tell get- me about your first period. Okay. So um, it was... You know, my mum had kind of told me a little bit of information, but not too much. Anyone that knows my mum, she is a very, very funny woman. So she would, she made it into kind of like a bit of a joke to try and kind of make me kind of understand. But I was 10. Um, I was very young. In like, I think I was the first of all my friends. I had massive boobs. When you were 10? Yeah. And what do you mean by she made it into a joke? Well, not into a joke, but kind of like, she was kind of like, you know, it's okay and it's all right. And, you know, the kind of, it was like, you know, she was kind of like, kind of making it lighthearted. Playing it down. Like, I playing it, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not kind of a joke as such, but like playing it down that it was kind of like, it's going to be okay and kind of try and make it lighthearted and yeah. fun. And that like, so... um yeah, I. This will lead into one, something else, but she basically, <laughs> I was upstairs in my um, dad and mum's ensuite, and I remember I was wearing like these like burgundy, stunning three quarter length paddle bushers. Yeah, they were like, amazing, but they were baggy ones. Like they <laughs> just, I'm sure everyone can have this vision of Eva in these burgundy um, pedal pushers, and I remember looking down, going, "Oh my." God. And all I remember at the top of my lungs was, Mom. She was downstairs. Yeah. And um, and then actually what happened was I, I fainted. I fainted. I hit my head. Oh, Stop. I, I swear to God. I hit my but head. But what did you see? You just saw red saw on your red. trousers. Oh, on, no, uh, on my knickers. Okay, on my knickers. So okay. it was all in my knickers. Yeah. And I hit my head. Like I, I, I looked down. And this was kind of the first time I realized that I was a fainter. Like when I looked at blood. So and do you still fight now when you look at blood? Oh yeah, absolutely. All the time. No way. Yeah. I How did you give birth? I don't know. Just close your eyes. I, anytime, like the baby is born, you can open your eyes now. You're like, I, no. Yeah, and both of mine were like, I, I had them naturally, natural births. So it's not like, you know, as in yeah. like, yeah. But like when I get um, bloods taken now or I have to lie down, when I have everything. I cannot yes. see blood. So this so, is your first experience of fainting. You got your first period and realised you were a fainter on the same day. At the same time. Bang, off the side of the door. I was on the toilet. Bang, off the side of the door, aside um, in my in my dad and mum's ensuite. And I, I fell on the ground. But I'd shouted mum. So she came up and just found me on the ground. Oh my so God, it was already traumatising for me enough. And then, then it was this. And my mama to like take me up and she actually laid me on, the, she got a towel, lay me on the bed and, and whatever. And then whatever. And she just kind of, it's all kind of a bit vague then after that because I kind of obviously had fainted. Mm-hmm. But she obviously explained to me and we had everything at the ready, you know, because my mum kind of nearly kind of knew. Um, and she had like a little kind of, little box with little bits in it already, which is kind of cute in her wardrobe. Yeah. Um, my mum has had um, hysterectomy. So she actually, at the time, like she didn't have a period or anything. So it was kind of cute that she had this little box for me. Ready to go. And then obviously you were saying that you were kind of more developed than everyone else. Yeah. Do you remember being like that and like hating it or you? I did. I'm not going to lie. I did really hate it, um, Ashling. I was was the first kind of of my friends to get like proper boobs and to wear like a bra. Mm. I was the first of my friends to get a period. And it was really, I did feel like 
I did feel singled out. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember my friends, some of them actually got it really late, like as in much later than me. So it was like, I remember thinking, God, I have to deal with this now. And my friends don't have to. Yeah. And I really did. I remember st- even starting um, secondary school. So that was... So would you have been in, there in fifth class, do you think? I what are you, was... When you were 10? Yeah, fifth? I think... Yeah, maybe even fourth, fourth class. class. Yeah. Even things like, do you want going to sleepovers? And yeah. you know, all those little things like you had to deal with then and no one else. And it's, and then yeah. it kind of makes me like, you know, I th- obviously think about my child. So obviously I have Lily, she's four. And I suppose you're so in the moment of their life now that it's like, oh my God, my, I'm going to have to explain this all to her. Yeah. And it's like, it kind of brings you back. It's a bit mad. Like, you know, yeah. so, um, yeah, I, it was a big, it was, it, to me, it was scary, obviously, because I fainted at the same time. <laughs> like, it's funny now, like, but if I even say that to my mum now, she's like, oh, that was traumatising you. you know? Yeah, your poor mum. Yeah, I know. And sorry, had you been aware before? So your mum was playing it down before you got your period because yes, she kind of had a feeling. she did tell me that it was yeah. coming. Yeah. And I can't really remember the actual conversations, but I do remember her trying to make it into a really lighthearted thing mm-hmm. because I was so scared. Yeah. And it is a scary thing, you know, like you're, you know, you're you're so young, you're playing tip the can and you're playing, you know, bulldog. You're not, you know. Especially it, when you're 10. Like yeah. I think like even going from like into, into secondary school is such yeah. a big difference with that. Totally. And then what were you saying about secondary school? So like what were your periods like then after that? Do you remember? I remember I got really, like I, I did for a long time get really bad cramping, like really, really bad. I never really had to take days off school. I obviously know friends that took days off school, you know, like, you know, because they got really bad, but I never had to do that. But I remember in school, it would be re- like, you know, if you had your period, you couldn't, I personally couldn't relax. If it was day one or day two, I couldn't relax in class or I was kind of like, I was just constantly in pain and... Constantly moving, like you're moving, moving your legs and you yeah, know that and kind of feeling. Just, yeah. And I think it's because you're so young as well. Like, you know, obviously 33 now and it's just, you know, you're just like, oh, here you know, we go. Here yeah, we go. Grand. Yeah. yeah. You don't even think. But you're when you're that young, you're... I don't know. It's like I, in my heart, I'm like, oh, we shouldn't really have it that young. Like you should, you know, if you know, if you're a proper grown adult and you're 16 or 17 or eight, you know, you you kind of understand everything and you understand why you get it and yeah, you know, because obviously back then I don't think I knew the reason behind it. Whereas the older you get, then you obviously educate yourself more and you kind of find out, okay, so this is actually why it happens. And, yeah, you yeah. know, um, so yeah, but. Surrounding my first period, yeah, it was a very traumatizing. <laughs> that is a very experience. good story. I think that's the best first time story. Actually, think we might have is had. It? Yeah, full bang. So. Yeah, and I and when I, even sometimes when I walk into, it's so funny. Somebody I fell like a few weeks. No, what was it? I grazed my knee really bad, and like it was a proper like gash in my knee. It was it wasn't even alcohol related either, which is even more <laughs> str- uh, devastating. Like I didn't even deserve it. I didn't. Yeah, and I had blood like dripping down my knee, and I was like, "Oh God!" I was like, "I I can't even look at that." And I remember, I remember saying to my friends, "I was like, do you not remember I fainted when I got my first period?" And they were like, "Oh my God, yeah!" I like Gas, cannot like, look at blood. But no. what do you do if your kids? Just like little side note, if Lily comes in with a, a cut leg, are you like, nope? Like thank what God, do you do? Like thank God she she hasn't had any ever. Really no, like <laughs> thank God. I don't know. I don't even want, like, that actually is kind of scary. I don't know. That's like a fear because you'd be... Like the most... I'm you're like, going to have to teach her how to, like, do her own wounds. Just no, in oh, case. no, I, I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it like I've got the Paw Patrol plasters at the ready. Like, but I yeah. just don't know... How you'll react. 
Well, I'm sure. Oh, look, I don't even want to think about it. You keep us posted. Keep us making me nervous. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on to different questions. So, sex ed. Yeah. You kind of said then it wasn't until you were kind of older, like teenage years, you kind of learned a little bit more. Where did you get that education from? Was it from school or... Like where would be the biggest it, source? It was it was definitely school in in secondary school. Were you in a mixed school? I was in an all girls all school. girls school. Yeah, and Loretta, what school was that? Loretto Walbrigan. Okay. So yeah, it was they did they they did a little bit, but it wasn't too much. But like I kind of suppose I kind of educated myself. Um, you know, my mom obviously educated me quite a bit, obviously up until let's say secondary school, mm-hmm. and then she obviously knew that they were going to be doing sex ed kind of. But I still I don't know what it's like now. But I think that there should be a lot more around sex ed in school. Like when I think of what I what education I got on sex in comparison to what I feel there should be, mm-hmm. you know, like we got very little. Like, so what do you remember learning? Like I remember learning like just about obviously about yourself and like about, about a man. But I don't really kind of. I don't really remember much, like, you know, yeah. and that's kind of bad. That yeah. is bad. Like, I should be sitting here being able to say da 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 But yeah. no, I don't really remember much. I remember there being a little bit. And I was always in religion class. It was... Yeah, it, was, it, was it was a bit weird. Like, it was a bit weird. Yeah, 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 like, you know, why why in religion class? You know, like, <laughs> I, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, surely, like, it's such a big topic. Like, teen pregnancy. Um, one of my friends actually got, at the time, got pregnant quite young. And it was all fine and and uh, it was all it was all okay. But at the same time, it's like, why wasn't there actual classes dedicated, you know, to, you know, actual sex mm-hmm. ed? Yeah, imagine you know? they had a module like 12 yeah. weeks from September to October, once a week in a sex ed class. And, and there's you, so much you could cover in that. Like. Do you know that, they, do they do that in schools now? I don't think so. Like I get so many messages from teachers asking me to come into their school to do talks or asking, you know, this, yeah. this, this. And I just don't have the capacity to do that, even yeah. though I would like, that's a goal. I'd absolutely love to be able to educate the, like the education system I think it's yeah. so important just even simple things like you know how you feel yeah. you're like oh I'm getting my period tomorrow that's why I'm a bit mad today like, yeah. and it's so empowering to know I don't feel okay because it's due to hormones and the next day you're grand when you I, get your period I would like I'm even listening to you talking there and I'm like I would think like if I like my Lily's only four but I would love that for my child mm-hmm, I would love to know that there's this girl coming in and I know that right in sixth class you know, or fifth class, whatever it may be, sixth class before or first year, they are going to get a 12-week programme and write. I'm going to be able to add on to that. Yeah, if it's like, you know, you come home and they do more afterwards and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be incredible. Like, why isn't there something like that in place? Like, and it's not their teachers. So it's actually, they feel a little bit more comfortable asking mm-hmm. an outsider that's yeah. not in the school, that's not their teacher, that would be genius, you yeah. know, because they might feel a little bit more comfortable to have that conversation with you or ask certain questions that they're like, oh, no, I'm not asking my teacher because, you know, she'll, I have to see her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? Yeah. I don't have to see you until the following week. Yeah. And, and you can do private. like anonymous questions. You can oh. do, I know my my friend is a primary school teacher and they do sex ed, like she's okay. she's in sixth class. Yeah. Okay. And no, I'd love to ask, I must ask her what's the extent of what they learn, but mm. she'll do an anonymous box and at the end, they all have to write in something. So Evan has to write something, even it's saying, I have no questions. Do you know what okay, I mean? So okay. It makes yeah. It look go, like go, you're good. writing. Yeah. And they'll put it in the box and then she'll answer the question. So at least it's not brilliant. The, you know, excuse me, miss, can you go back over the bit about the yeah. penis? Like, yeah. So, Fingers. And what does that do? Yeah, can then? you explain that bit again? Yeah. So yeah, hopefully the future generation. But I know mm. for us, that's why I asked that question. I'm so interested to see. Very little and yeah. to answer your question is very little and 
what I remember is very little, but I do remember it being covered, but just not in the level of detail that it probably should have been, mm-hmm. you know. So what was your period call in your house? I always find this question quite interesting as well. Was it Aunt Flo? Was it anything like that? Or was it just your periods coming? Yeah, we we said just your period. It was always my period from day one. Um, I don't think like mum didn't change it. Um, like... I would call like your 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 like vagina your fairy like you know mm-hmm. now like you know with Lily and I think like fairy is lovely and you know it's kind of and obviously as she gets older myself and Sean obviously wanted to make sure that we both had the same name so like you know yeah. it, it's good but no it was just your period um and but obviously I've heard like and still kind of now it would be like Tom like time mm-hmm. of the month mm-hmm. and like that's what we kind of use with my friends and it'd be Tom's in town you know but so, it's more like a slang rather than it like is. being afraid to say it no like not it's not like you're like oh my Tom like embarrassed to be like oh I got my period you know but you know that you know even like speaking it amongst your friends or whatever it's not really kind of something you'd even talk about really do you know that way it's kind of like we just kind of like you know Tom I'd just say Tom yeah mm-hmm. Tom's in town you know good okay yeah, that's it but no promising period either which is good no yeah. absolutely period all the way absolutely do you remember using a tampon for the first time I do oh I was a pad girl for I was so nervous I think Jeez. everyone has said this so far like up the walls I was like what do you mean I have to put that up <laughs> I was like no and then this there's a string and there's an applicator and there's the tampon and it's like Jesus I was like oh my god what am I going to do and then I remember saying right okay uh, personally now I love a tampon I think tampons all the way I think they're amazing super 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 plus <laughs> so that I'm just like relaxed and like whatever but um, I, I couldn't I could never eat like personally now unless see I obviously have had two kids so yeah. I do find up until I had my kids my periods were actually they were fine um, they weren't really that heavy they were just kind of I would say just regular but then since I've had kids, it's totally different now. It's a lot. They are a lot heavier at the start. And so sometimes I might actually have to use a tampon and a pad, depending. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. For the first the first couple of days, depending. Oh, Eve, that's very heavy. Listen to my episode on heavy periods. Yeah. Because so, you're just going to leave yourself so burnt out. Yeah. So Do you feel drained after your period? Um, if you lose that much blood. Yeah, well, see, I kind of use it for more so for... Um, peace of mind. Peace of mind, yeah. Okay. And it's kind of more so at night time than daytime. Okay. But I, yeah, I do, like, I, so in the run up to my period, I, let's say, I nearly know three days before, I know, right, that's coming on Saturday. Like, I, mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing. Maybe it's because I'm kind of really more in tune with my body now since I've had kids. I don't know. But I will know, like, I'll know my, I'll know, like, myself getting more irritable. I'll know myself getting a bit kind of, you know, a bit more angry and whenever I kind of, like, think that phone sitting there is annoying me. Like, uh, do you know? Really stupid things. You're like, I should not be irritated by that. I shouldn't. But now that I'm older, I'm kind of noticing that already. So I'm not actually getting annoyed at it. But I, do you know the way I kind of am noticing the changes myself? And then I'm kind of like, right, okay if you stop like it's just your period like you're getting your period so um yeah I I definitely my my using a tampon 100% all the way now at the time it was the most scariest thing in the world what age were you then I, what made you change what made you try it I think I was swimming you're on holiday I think yeah everyone's yeah the same. so yeah. I was a swimming instructor I was a lifeguard and a swimming instructor no when way. I was yeah so Deadly. that was my first job and I remember earning like pittance but I loved it and would you see the beaches 
Um, no, it wouldn't be in the beaches. More the pool, swimming pool. Yeah. yeah. So um, I remember I did it every Sunday, and that was my part time job. And I remember saying I have to use a tampon because you know I I needed to. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did, and I I think I was probably it was two years after because that's when I started that job, and I remember that being, and I remember having that conversation with my mum, being like what am I going to do when I'm like, you know, swimming? And that. my mum said, well, look, you can, we didn't actually talk about tampons at the start. It was just the pad. Mm-hmm. I think because I was so scared. And you're so young. Like, yeah. you're not going to give a tampon to a 10-year-old. No, you no. Know? Like, you so were you 12 when you did the I was 12. lifeguard? Yeah, so I was, okay. I, I trained as a lifeguard. No, I trained as, um, I did um, my lifeguard exams and then I went on then and they asked me to teach and then I, I was teaching from 12 until 16. Deadly. Every Sunday. That's yeah, cool. little kids. So it was really cool. Oh, so I love that's, that. That's the start of, of the, the tampon journey. Yeah. And now I've never looked back. <laughs> I'm like, no. And that was my next question. Are you pad, tampon or moon cup? So I think you said at the start to me, like you've never used moon cup. But no. it's scary because that's something like we've never been educated on. It's just this new thing. And we're like, I'm sorry. What? The way we're all terrified yeah. to use tampons for the first time. Yeah, it's like, I know. Yeah. Well, I like, I'm just like, what is this? Like, what the hell? Like, I... And no judgment if you want to use it, Hillary. Yeah. I am, um, you know, absolutely. <clears throat> I just, I personally... um I just, I'm just tampon. Like I just love, love. I don't know. Maybe it's me with the, with the, with the, with the pad. I'm just like, oh, I feel kind of dirty or something. Like you know, yeah. as in like, I don't know. Like, do you feel like that? Like I don't know. Like I always feel it's kind of dirt. Like the in, pads. Yeah. I never. I hate pads. I don't I have. Pa- I actually don't even have a pad in the house. Yeah. I haven't had a pad ever. Like I don't even remember yeah, last time. Totally. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't really like. I have a pack because I just keep them there as safety mm-hmm. in my little. I have a little box. All my little bits in it, and um. I have them there just in case or whatever, but like that tampon all the way. But no, moon, moon cup. I would say if you love tampons, you'll live, love the moon cup. Really? Because it's even better. Like it's the same kind of, you don't have to worry about anything. It's in there and yeah. it doesn't, tampons get soggy. That's what the biggest thing, you know, soggy tampons. I'm like clenching myself <laughs> Like here. you know what I mean. Yeah. If you can't change and then like, oh, they're leaked. The moon cup holds about 80 mils of blood. Yeah. That is, now let me think, I think, oh my God, my brain's gone dead today. I'm pretty sure that's, six super tampons no so it's a massive amount like it's it's very rare to get leaking or like overflow the moon cup because it's so it holds such a big amount of blood so it's great for people with heavy periods mm, interesting know? okay mm. but I you will really have to that, that episode on, on the heavy periods though no you should um, definitely yeah, you might just get a few little tips it's, it's kind of and you know what it's not all the time so it's not every single mm. every single period it, it kind of it I don't know. Comes and goes. Yeah, it's it's the main reason I think people have heavy periods after yeah. they have kids. And it's actually interesting because you're the yeah. first um, guest of how oh, actually have kids. Well. Yeah, so of course. Talk. Yeah, but so stress can make your periods heavier. Well, there. Okay, I, so you have well, two kids, right? Two kids, and my life is. <laughs> and been... we just went through all the things that Eve was doing at the moment. So if yeah. you had a month that's particularly more stressful than another one, like that's even you're flying more. That makes so much sense. Yeah, Ashling. There you go. That does, and even like my life over the last two years has been chaotic you know a lot mm-hmm. of changes a lot of different things so which obviously then cause a lot of more stress and then obviously having my second child and having two children so that yeah. actually does make sense to why that would be the case yeah so, it's more lifestyle rather than anything that's like mm, seriously wrong do you know that way mm. so and do listen to the episode you might get somebody be like oh actually that's also I will something that I didn't realize um birth control yeah what oh. have you used over the years what have you tried so I do you know I Remember, I tried three different pills, or was it two? I think I tried two different pills, um, and both were like made me crazy. Like, so one made me crazy, and just obviously 
I don't know, you tell me, like it obviously reacted with my hormones in a way that I just was constantly on edge. I was constantly mm-hmm. angry. I was, I was, I just remember, I can't remember, is Jasmine, Jasmine's one of the yeah, names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one beginning with C. Sarazette. Sarazette. So yeah, they're, they're kind of different. One is they're two different types of yeah. pill that you've tried. Yeah. yeah. So the mini pill and the combined pill. Okay. Have so, there. Yeah. I love how you're telling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's that's because it was it was many years ago now, and uh, I was on both, and um, I one made me really all over the crazy, uh, like all over the place, really crazy. My hormones go up and down. I remember just really been angry a lot of the time and everything, and then one made me gain so much mm. weight. That's where Sarazette. Oh my god! The second one did, did yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And th- no, that was actually the first one. Oh, so the first one was that. Yeah. And because I remember the the years, because it was like 2010, 2008, or sorry, two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, two thousand and ten, and then in in two thousand eleven, I lost loads of weight because I came off it, ah. and I went on I went on a diet. Well, you know, whatever you want to call, I went on a diet. Health kick, yeah, health kick, yeah. and I and I lost uh, an, like a, a, quite a lot of a lot of weight. But I will put it down to the fact that that pill it was off coming it. off that pill as well. And you said there, Aoife, like mm. your mood was affected, and yet you stayed in it for three years. Uh, no, so that was. That was the first one. So that was Sirius S. So that was the one that the weight gain. That yeah. was the first one. And then I gained the weight. I came off it. And I actually just didn't even tell. I remember at the time, I just didn't go to the doctor. And I just was losing weight. I lost weight then, went in a hell kick. And I was like, crap. I, I was with a guy at the time. I need to get on another pill. Yeah. That's when I went on to Jasmine. Okay. And then Jasmine was, woo. Oh my yeah. God. I actually, even saying the word, because I remember, remember, I, I'm just saying, I remember that name. Because yeah. <laughs> I, it's like ingrained in my brain. Traumatized. Yeah. You meet uh, some now because Jasmine, you're like, nope, sorry, can't be friends with you. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that was like, I think, oh no, I wasn't on that more than six months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, that was a quicker. That was. And so many people, the, the my biggest annoyance with yeah. the pill is that you were not told that day, maybe carefully your mood, this can, what it does is it switches off your hormones. Yeah. So our hormones help your energy, help your mood, help your like get up and go. And yeah. now you're flatlined. You have no more hormones. You have the artificial hormones. So of yeah. course you're going to feel a little bit off. And it's just unexplained. And girls come into me and they think they have anxiety. They think that they're depressed. Something wrong with them. Yeah. They have no sex drive. And I'm yeah. like, come off the pill. And they, they literally email me like, I feel like a different person. person. So it's just lack of education again. From from listening to your podcast, yeah. this is obviously, you know, all clicked into place for me because yeah. I, I remember like, you know, I knew very little uh, about it. And, you know, I didn't, I suppose, I'll be honest, like I didn't do much research. I was just like, you just go to the doctor and you mm-hmm. say, uh, I need to go on the pill. And you don't even like question it. Whereas like if I was to go on the pill now or I was, t- you know, to use a form of contraception, I'll explain my contraception now, but yeah. I would be like, educating myself so much more. Yeah. I suppose that comes with age as well. But, you know, I do, like I never went back. You know what I mean? And yeah. I never questioned why it made my moods go up and down. I obviously have learned about hormones a lot yeah. more from listening to your podcast. But like that, that was me educating myself, you know, to, to you know, but I've no, in terms of contraception now, like I don't, I'm not on the pill. Um, It is something Your hormone-free queen, we like I'm, to see. Yeah, so I, I'm not on the pill. Um, I don't have like the coil or I yeah. don't have, I don't have anything at the moment or there's a, I know there's the a, bar. a bar. Yeah, but like I've heard loads of different stories from loads of different people about all of the other things other than the pill. And like, I'm not going to lie, it does 
kind of scare me. Like, you know, I'm like, do I really want to go back there? Like, I have my two kids now um, who I adore and love and I'm fine to have no more children. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm blessed with the two that I have. But I do think that it is something that I need to think about now. You know, that way is then. So it is something that's kind of, I would say, up in the air at the moment is in. I need to figure out what. But it scares me. It's like, you know, do I want to put myself in that position again, like I suffered um, after my after Hugo, I, I suffered quite a bit with um, postnatal, and you know I I was really postnatal, and it really it did affect me and affect my hormones. Yeah, and I don't know whether I want to put it into the hands of something. You know, yeah, again, when you're doing like, so well now, I'm doing great. Yeah. Like you know, and I yeah. my my mood is 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 brilliant. I I don't feel down. I you know I'm not overeating. I'm not like you know. So I like in my head, I'm like, God, do I really want to put myself back there? Mm-hmm. You know, so it is a question mark at the moment. And it's hard. It is. Yeah, it is. And what are your cycles like? Do you have regular periods? Um, Yeah, absolutely fine. No. Like you're like, they're coming. I know they're coming in four days. Like that's I how do. regular they are. So yeah. how often would you get your period? Oh, definitely once a month. So like you should definitely look into something like natural cycles then. I know. Yeah. I, well, this is the thing. Yeah. Because my because it's every month, it's, it's you know, pretty much bang on. Mm. Like depending on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you know, I don't have a boyfriend at the moment. So like, you know, it's it's not like, you know. Urgent. For, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, but they are every single month. So, yeah. you know, that is. Um, and again, like, I think who, like I've had Jenny Claffey on the podcast. She was using natural cycles. I think yeah. Hillary was in terms of natural, like just like tracking your cycles. So yeah. again, like let's talk back to like school. If we were, if it was ingrained in our brain, there are six days a month you can get pregnant. And yeah. that is it. And once you've ovulated, you can't get pregnant. And educate girls yeah. on how to track their cycle understand about body temperature like it should be something as mm. normal as getting up and understand how to fry an egg like it should just yeah. be it's our it's our hormones we've period every single month so it, that's definitely something to look into down down, down the line because yeah. is there not, any is there any app that I remember I did use an app like when we were trying for a baby both times um, I obviously used an app back mm-hmm. then but yeah. as in is there anything that I can use that you could recommend let's say now an app that I could use that I could do that like as in I know I could Google and I can find out myself Yeah but, you know, so there's there's two different types so the normal like period tracker app do you track your period on your phone at all? Never no, there's I just know there's the flow. dates kinda, there's, I'm really good with the dates Oh so my I god just, there's loads there's one called Flow that's yeah. a very nice one and like it's just almost too much inf- sorry I'm following my words today yeah. there's almost too much information and like I'm like I oh, couldn't be bothered putting in how my boobs feel today and like yeah. my cervical mucus no. I just put in I got my period today and I'll come Boom. back a month later yeah. I got my period today yeah. so that's tracking your cycle and during mm. During that month, it will tell you, oh, hi, if you're actually planning on ovulating this week, because it just goes by your past period. It's just going by like your normal rhythm, right? But in saying that, let's say you had a crazy month that month. Let's say you were flying. Let's say your cycles are actually off by one or two days. Mm. You might ovulate a little bit later. So I would never go by your apps in relation to like ovulation and having sex and not getting pregnant. Whereas Natural Cycles is an actual fertility app and it comes with a thermometer. Oh, wow. Right? So it's based on science. The way it works is every single morning you take your body temperature and you put it in the app on the phone. And the app will know if you've ovulated or not based on your body temperature. So it's no. way more accurate. It's not just like flow being like, hey, if you ovulate this time last month, you're probably going to ovulate tomorrow. Not taking wow. into consideration that you've lost a stone in the last month because you've been sick. Do you know yeah, that kind of okay, way? Okay. So I would never trust your apps, you know, if your cycle's really regular and you're doing it for years, grand. But for someone kind of new to it, yeah, and like someone has two kids and does yeah. not want to get pregnant. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is you could re- use, yeah, something like natural cycles instead. Okay, have cool. a look. Go onto their website. Yeah. I think I have a highlight saved in natural cycles as well. And um, the other option for you could be the copper coil. Yeah. Now, oh. 
Like you I'm get like, it in, it's yeah. in for five to ten years, I think. Mm. Like, you know, it doesn't affect your hormones. It just prevents sperm from getting very far if it does get in there. Okay. Um, but the only caveat I would say is it can make periods heavier. Okay. So my clients like will come to me for heavy periods and I'm like, let's fix your periods first. Like there's a reason yeah. they're they're heavy and then look at the copper coil. Do you okay. know that kind of okay, way? Okay, so that yeah. could be a potential thing as well. But like yeah. even the thought, like get a copper rod in your cervix so we can have sex. It's just, it's almost mental to me as well that like we do this. Like, I know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like. I do. I do think like that was my, that I just obviously hadn't said it, but that was my option. Like in my yeah. head, like that is kind of what what is putting me off is the thoughts of it exactly but it's like you know oh I know like that is kind of what I'm what I'm aiming to, yeah. to, to get. Like, and actually, you know. when people are listening to this episode, go onto my Instagram. I have a, I actually put up a post today, but I'm yeah. going to share it tomorrow on my stories and ask people to go and comment underneath it, their experience okay. with the copper coil because I've done this before and it was so helpful because it's something that I've never been on. Mm. So I can only give yeah. like my book advice. I actually of don't course. know. And like I've heard from clients, I can't be like, oh, when I was on it, like personal experience. Mm. So I find that when people, women who've been on a comment, it just yeah. helps. You could just scroll to the comments and see. Tag me in that. Yeah. I, do you know what? Because obviously when I share this podcast, I will share that too yeah. because you know it's not something that I talk about it's not something that's covered on you know and, and this is the beauty of of influencing mm. and, and, mm. and online is that we all have something else that we bring to the table and, and like that as in I would love to educate my audience then yeah. like you know so definitely tag me and, and we're all gals we all just need and it's just, we're all going to help each other imagine somebody like oh it's actually grand don't be worrying that yeah. would be like you'd be sweating less going in yeah. getting it done and like, I've like I've loads of mothers that follow me and like yeah. let's say they could be in the same position as me like panicking thinking oh no like what am I going to do now I definitely I'm not going to have any more children or you know so what do I do so yeah definitely I will yeah. yeah, and I have a whole episode actually called birth control. So if anyone is listening and they're like, oh, I just want to learn a little bit more about different forms of contraceptives, I think it's episode like three or four. Okay, um, cool. have a little listen of that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So final question. Yeah. Um. What do you wish you could go back and tell your younger self in relation to more like health and wellness or hormones? Any okay. of those three things. Um. You know, I I I read that question. And I was like, God, what would I say? in in terms of health like health is so important like mm-hmm. you know and it's I suppose now that I'm kind of getting older I am caring more about my health I am caring more about what I'm putting into me I in the last like I was working with a brand called My Vitamins and it did push me to really care about what I was kind of putting into my body it did care about you know thinking like you know so I, I start I do take my vitamins I take like certain amount of supplements and then as well as that then I use Revive Active as well which I think is really yeah. really really good so I, I balance the two but I wish that I started a long time ago okay. but why am I only starting now just because I started working with a brand you know that way as in I like as in I wouldn't have really kind of my younger self wouldn't have really cared about my health as much. Obviously, we think we're invincible, don't we, when we're young? When we're younger. Yeah. And that's what I said about the pill and gaining weight. And, you know, and I think that's probably when I started to care more about my my actual health was when I lost that weight. I said to myself, God, I really need to take care of my body. So that was in 2011. And then since then, let's say, um, I would have cared about what I would have put into my body, you know, as in. Mm-hmm. And like, I, excuse me, last year I started um, cutting down on all my meat and this wasn't like, I want to become vegetarian or I want to become vegan. It was absolutely nothing like 
everyone does themselves. But I just said to myself, I actually just want to put more veggies into my body. Yeah. And I really made a conscious, conscious decision. It was probably, I said it was October or maybe September last year. I said, right, that's it. And now I've just carried it through and it's carrying into my children now because I'm like giving them more veggies. Like even like the other day, like uh, blitz loads of veg and put it through the pasta and then Lily Fab. loved it. She yeah. didn't even, didn't even know. notice. There was all yeah, this secret. aubergines. It was everything yeah. in it. And yeah. she didn't even have a clue. So yeah. what I'm saying is, is that I, my younger self didn't care. I would have loved to have a little chat in her ear and say, you know, you know, in 10 years time, you will care a lot more about what you put into your body. But now, like, I do feel like kind of, I would say, have my shit together in terms of yeah. being a lot more healthy as in, I, you know, I'm taking my vitamins, I'm eating a lot more vegetables, I'm putting a lot more nutrients into my body. Whereas even like Aoife of three years ago wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, so I do think that, and I don't know whether that's age, children, I don't know what it is, but I don't really kind of care because it's like, I, I've done it and I'm kind of moving forward, kind of taking care of my body a lot more. Yeah. I love that kind of mindset that it's kind of shifted from... I think a lot of us like weight loss. I think it's, mm. I actually think it's twenties versus thirties thing. Do as you well. think it is? I th- there that, you go. Like, I'm thirty three. And so anyone I've sense. talked on the podcast kind of said same similar thing, and they're all the kind of same age as me now. We're all yeah. in their thirties. Anyone I've, I've interviewed so far for period chats, it's like as if you get in your thirties and you're like, I actually just want to be really healthy. Like yeah. I want to have loads of energy. I want to look after myself. Whereas like in your twenties, it was all about kind of being skinnier. What's the yeah. latest diet trend? Or like yeah. I'm sure Weight Watchers. It was all real fad, quick fixes. Like. Do you know that kind of way where it's just now it's health rather than like aesthetics? Couldn't agree with you more. And that I, do you know what makes total sense as well? Because Mm -hmm. that was probably when I hit 30 and I kind of, you know, you do care about what you put into your body. You do care a little bit more. And even like something so simple like water intake. Yeah. four or five years ago I probably just went like oh, yeah, and we now. didn't need it I think it's about once you start seeing yourself ageing yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're well, like okay so which, which vegetables do I need how, how many liters of water whereas to? you can go out when you're 25 and sleep in your makeup and don't drink any water yeah. like run on Diet and Coke and you were stunning yeah. like glowing yeah. that's so <laughs> true like, now yeah. like you don't go to bed by 9pm and you're literally like yeah. black bags under, under your, your eyes. eyes you're like no you're like I need what is the best eye cream right now right now Do you know, um, so you're yeah. like oh water water makes it good okay no problem I'll drink 8 litres today like totally. so it's funny how I do, that's it, part of it isn't it it is it's so 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 yeah. true and I just think that the older you get the more it does and I loved your um your thing around like your skin, your your skin and your gut, and yes. you know, I really love that because I it is so true. Yeah. It is it is there in front of it. it's mm-hmm. like your skin is so affected by what you actually put into your stomach. Yeah, you know what I mean. Put yeah. into your like put into your mouth, put into your stomach, and it's it's it, it it's I don't know. Is it is it the older we get that we are kind of like you know doing a little bit more research on what we put into our bodies and and I think it it probably is it probably is I think yeah. That's good, but it's not a bad thing. It's not a good, no, bad, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Eva, thank you so much for coming in today. That was such good chats. Oh, I hope God. everyone really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, your Instagram handle is Eva Devlin. Yes, yeah, it? it's just my name. Yeah. yeah, my my first and second what name. What was your old Instagram name? I know it was always Eva was Eva always Eva Devlin. Yeah, so you never had an old I think, one. I think I had like eighty nine at the end of it, maybe at the start. I thought when I followed you years ago, it was something random. It was always Eva Devlin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What was your blog? Uh, yeah, so there you go. So maybe you're confused. Like, yeah, it's the secret. It was the secret obsession. Oh, that's what I was. do have. Yeah. I do have. Yeah, secret obsession by Eve Devlin. I do have a website um, as well, but I just haven't used it since last year. Yeah, I kind of more so moved into into Instagram and kind of focused on that, and because yeah. that was taking up a lot of time, and obviously, it loads can have of no kids. time. Yeah, with two kids <laughs> yeah. and loads of other things. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, Something but yeah, the secret obsession. Yeah, yeah, so that's it, Aoife Devlin on Instagram. And yeah, thank you so much for having thank me. For I'm honored that you asked. Of course. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all in the next one. Thank you.